No. No, no, no. Here we go. Right, okay. Right, I'm ready if you are. I'm always ready. Right, well, this is the beginning of the James Whale Radio Podcast, which is uh, uh, broadcast from my home in the Garden of England. And as I'm doing this, I usually... Yes, there we go. I'm having my big toe sucked by one of my dogs. Um, so anyway, listen, uh, Rob's producing. He sits on the Isle of Anglesey or somewhere like that. I don't know, somewhere in Wales. Uh, pretending he uh, he's Welsh, but he's actually English. The city of Bangor. Bangor isn't a city. I've told you that before. It's a town. Let's not go on about it being a city. It's got a university and a cathedral. Mm. Yeah. Normally, uh, uh, I listen, on my, my show on talk radio that you can hear Monday to Thursday from 7 o'clock until 10, uh, which doesn't have any awards, by the way. Everybody's going on about the awards they've won or been nominated for. At the moment, for, for radio geeks, you know, they have awards. And at the risk of upsetting everybody, you know, I've turned down the offer of being a judge many times on these awards. Can you imagine? I don't want to tell other people in the business whether I think they're good or bad. It's got nothing to do with me. It's up to the public. It's up to the people who listen. And that leads on to what I was doing earlier this week on Wednesday. Well, depends when you're listening to this, but the 17th of October, which was a Wednesday, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, I went to see this new movie documentary about my friend Luke and his brother Matt Goss. And you have, listen, I went with some friends. Obviously, I've been a friend of Luke's for years. And not that I'm name dropping, you just get my book and read it. And have we got any books left? Uh, shall I lie? No, I mean, we've got books left, I hope, otherwise I'll send you some more. Oh, I was going to say, I've got thousands, but, um, yeah, we've got some books left, yeah. Yeah, well, we haven't got thousands left, but we've got a few. Hundreds. Um, yeah, you can have a, you know, it's a good, a good price as well, listen. And, um, but anyway, there's a, a bit in there about when uh, Luke was making Blade 2 and some photographs. So anyway, if you're a, a Bross fan. Um, now, this is interesting because I don't, I don't hold much store in awards. I would like to have an honorary uh, degree from a university because I never, I never got any qualifications and that would tickle me. And I suppose the only, I, I, I did, did get quite a few Sony awards when they had such things back in the 80s, but they were voted for by listeners to smash hits magazine. So that I thought that was worth having. That's something, you know, that's that's the people who listen. I am not that interested in what people who consider themselves doyens of the business think, which is probably my downfall. Perhaps if I did a bit more arse licking, um, I would have uh, made more money in my life, but I can't be f***ing bothered, so there we are. And, you know, it's nice. I don't say I wouldn't accept one if I got one. I probably would, but... It always seems to me you have to be in the little clique. And as I said, no, I don't want to be a judge. Thank you very much indeed. Uh, for the reasons I've stated, I can't really see me being in the clique. Now, the reason I'm talking about... Would you stop chewing me, all right? 
licking is okay. Chewing, not so good, Lulu. All right. Sorry. <clears throat> so anyway, after the, the, the film, which is called After the Screaming Stopped, do not expect something that is kind of cheesy and uh, full of the old hits of Bross. There is some music in it. There is some old footage in it. I was riveted. And at one point, because Luke and I were very friendly, um, and Shirley, his, his wife, um, and we hung out a lot, particularly after I had been diagnosed with cancer. And when my wife died, Shirley came and she sang at Melinda's funeral. So there, there's been a lot of involvement, and we sort of lived as neighbours for a while as well. And so I find it quite emotional. Um, the, the movie was was exceptionally, exceptionally good. But it's quite difficult to watch. But anyway, when it's out, we'll let you know, and I would love you to watch it and then give feedback. And after the movie, they did a Q&A with the director of the film. And there were some, you know, there were lots of fans and people are quite disparaging about Bross. In fact... Um, there was so much hatred and bile poured out by the British music and entertainment press about them. And guy, these guys were teenagers when they were famous. They, you know, the, 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 the music was shit. It's just crappy bubblegum and, you know, uh, uh, people wanting them dead. The, the, after, after they... W- were hugely famous, not only in this country, but they were famous all over the world. In Japan, in America, in Europe, they were famous nearly everywhere. Yet the music industry kind of dropped them like a stone. Uh, the image that they were given was one of of, of just the most... Uh, appalling, why were they there? Why were they ruining the music business? The, the the music was awful. Matt and Luke made a very good point. They said, we were hounded out of this country because we were in, they were the first successful boy band, weren't they? Today, they wouldn't be treated the way they were treated back in the 80s. But they were treated appallingly. These were kids. And they were treated appallingly by those suits in the music business and in the music press, who thought it was very funny to take the piss out of them. I didn't know them during those years. But I can imagine how hurtful and how upsetting it was. During the time of all this, of course, their their sister was tragically killed in a road accident. And when it had all gone on, and when, to use the name of the movie, when the screaming stopped, they were left there with people just taking the mick. Nobody really wanted to know them. Luke, who was the drummer, he'd left Bross. Matt took that very personally, felt that Luke had really ruined his life. They didn't speak for years, and all this comes out in the movie. In fact, the time I knew Luke most of all, when we were out every day nearly, he didn't ever mention his brother. I'm glad they've got back together, but there are still issues, and you'll see that in the movie. But this is the thing. Matt wanted to carry on being a singer, but nobody would take him seriously in this country. Luke decided he'd had enough. That's why he left the band. That's why the band broke up. He decided he had enough. 
Um, and he was the drummer at the back, although you would find it very difficult to tell who was who on interviews. But he wanted to go out and do his own thing. He wanted to be an actor. And even though all through this, by the way, when everybody tried to take the piss out of them and ignored them, their hardcore fans, of which there are thousands and thousands and thousands, stayed loyal to them. And even now, in their middle age, the Brossettes are always there. And they made the point that nobody really wanted them to come back. Nobody really wanted Bross at the O2 except the fans, and that's why they did it. Because forget all the record company suits, forget all the people in the media who think they run it. If you have a fan base, if you are wanted, if you can beat that kind of superiority complex a lot of people have, they have little cliques in the entertainment industry. And I am so pleased that Bross, which kind of exists now. It certainly did at the O2 for a couple of nights. It was storming, and you'll see that in the movie too. But it was through no one else other than those people who supported them all through their lives, and still do. Luke went to Hollywood. Before he went to Hollywood, he went and got parts in theatrical plays. He went into shows, very small parts, took some acting lessons and tried his hardest. I mean, he's a natural actor, and he, you've got to, he's a very good-looking bloke. He's now made 60 movies. Now, I haven't seen them all. I've seen a few. and he's, he's been in some big movies. He played the main baddie in Blade 2. He was in Hellboy 2 as well, but he's made loads of other movies, and he's just written and directed and starred in his first movie, which uh, is along the lines of, of Taken, the Liam Neeson movie yet to come out. He's making a movie in this country in January next year, which I'm not really sure whether I should tell you anything about it. I probably shouldn't, should I? No. But I've secured myself a part. Um, and I just think it's fascinating that all this sort of hatred and bile spewed out over them, uh, that they actually were able to, to make new careers for each one of them. Luke as an actor, Matt, who wanted to con continue singing, who has one of the most successful residencies in Las Vegas and tours with his band, even redid When Will I Be Famous as a, a completely different sort of song. He's considered to be a bit like Frank Sinatra. If you see his show, it's amazing. His, his show where he sings with a band, with singers, with dancers. It's absolutely brilliant. He has a new fan base in America who don't even remember Bross. In fact, lots of people don't remember Bross. But at the time, they were big, they were enormous, they were ginormous. But it is interesting, isn't it, when you get people who think that they uh, can control everything, and there are still these people in the business of TV films, music, radio, the whole of the media is full of them who think they can say what people should want and what people should like. Hey, listen, I know better than most. I've made a career out of doing shows late at night when most people say, oh, there's no audience late at night. When I started in the 70s, there was no third peak 
on radio. And I remember being told, well, A, you're a bit young, and B, you know, you can do what you like, and I did. And I, you know, I, I soon thought there's no point like everybody else just being bland and banal. Wind the f***ers up a little bit. Give people something to want to listen to and then did the same with the TV show. Strange thing about the television show, the thing people liked most about it was when the early shows which were live, the later ones were recorded, sadly. The early ones that were live, we took phone calls and I just cut people off for no real reason except for fun. Early humiliation in the media, a bit like um, Big Brother. In fact, actually, when you think about it, talk shows on radio are the original reality programmes. But it goes without saying that loads of people would love there not to be those sort of shows. That's why I'm so pleased that talk radio, talk sport and other stations are back and doing better than the music stations. On this show, this podcast has got a phenomenal audience around the world. But, you know, um, the rules and regulations imposed are there to try and make them as bland, banal and boring as possible. What is it I heard today on, on TV? I had some stupid person complaining about the kiss in Snow White. Apparently, when the prince kisses the princess to wake her from, what is it, thousands of years of sleep, I can't remember. Something like that, yeah. It, apparently, it's giving children the wrong idea that you can't kiss somebody unless you're asked, and you certainly can't kiss somebody when they're asleep. And so they're complaining about the kiss in Snow White. This has got to stop. Yeah, but that's a medical cure, though, isn't it? The kiss. The kiss was well, to wake up. Well, of course it's a medical cure. I mean... Haven't it, you ever kissed anybody to make them better? Uh, well, yeah, but in this particular instance yeah, well, of the film, it, it was uh, the only way to uh, bring her back to life was to give her a kiss. Somebody had to do mm. it. Yeah. But, you know, I'm quite serious. This is, this is actually now a serious bone of contention that a, a pantomime aimed at children should show somebody kissing someone who hasn't been invited to do so. Exceptional circumstances, I think, allow it. Yeah, well, I, you know, why is this an argument? You can't do the kiss of life. Someone's lying on the floor dying. I'm not giving them the kiss of life. I don't want to be accused Because they haven't given of me permission. Yeah. We're not... I mean, I was doing an interview with some, about the fact that the... The Highway Code is up for review. Now, I think it should be because there's some so, so much rubbish in the Highway Code. Mm, stopping distance. But, yeah, and everybody's going on about cyclists. And I look, nobody wants to kill anybody. And motorists are not there actually. Try, I think somebody's strumming something outside. You might hear it in a bit. It's the, there's a, a, a field the other side of the hedge that uh, I'm looking out onto. And for some reason, the farmer's trimming his hedge. <laughs> Shaping his bush. <laughs> anyway, I digress. You do. Um, I've forgotten where I was now. Where, what was I to? Oh, yeah, the kiss. And so how did I get onto that from Ross, by the way? Uh, actually, I have no idea. How did you get on No, that? I have no idea. This is the beauty of the James World podcast. Let me just go back to Ross. See it. When it comes out, when it's available, after the screaming has stopped. Um, and I think I think people in the industry should actually, and politicians as well, you know, we have a right not to be dictated to by people. You know, not if, if, if there's a sort of music, sort of television, sort of radio, sort of movie you want to see, 
then I, I'm fed up with actually people deciding what is good for me and what isn't good for me. And I am not going to go into a tirade about the fuck up that has been made of Brexit. And the Highway Code is going to be reworked and re-reviewed, and, and quite rightly so. But I'm sick and tired of everybody going on about how the motorists are not caring, not looking. If you drive a car, the last thing you want to do is hit anybody, another car, a cyclist or anything. And I agree, everybody has to treat everybody with more respect. But we have to stop going on about how, well, you know, you can't make cyclists responsible. Of course you can. If you're using the road, you need to be responsible. Every cyclist should have to be registered. Not the bicycle, the cyclist. And there should be a number on a high visibility jacket that everybody who rides a bike on the road, including children, have to wear so that they can be identified. So if you're in an accident, people can get to you know where you are. So if you cause an accident, people can see it. So that you are not just an anonymous person on the roads of this country. You have to be responsible. And then maybe we will all get on a little better. And I was having this discussion on the radio the other day about um, how our uh, motorists don't look out when they're opening the door enough. Well, I do, and most of you do. And yes, everybody forgets at some point, but you can't legislate for that. So apparently we should be bringing in the Dutch reach. Do you know what the Dutch reach is? Uh, isn't it when you reach over with the other hand? Yeah. So you're driving the car. Normally you would use your right hand to open the door, the hand nearest the door. And unless you're a complete f**kwit, you would look to see if anybody was coming, wouldn't you? Indeed, yes. Now, they want us to use our other hand and to reach over and do it. Now, if you're sitting there, you try doing that now. Okay, so you've reached the left arm across your body. You're sitting, looking, right? Found the thing. Yeah, got it. Right. Yeah. That's, if you're as muscly as me, you'll find that difficult. If you've got huge breasticles, you'll find that difficult too. Now, while you're reaching over with that left arm, try looking over your right shoulder. Oh, my neck. Yeah, okay. See what I mean? Yeah. Completely stupid. Absolutely stupid. Cyclists must be aware when they're riding on the outside of a car, they must be aware of people opening their doors if the car is parked. Equally, car drivers should never open their door without looking. And then apparently uh, we should be giving in to pedestrians much more. And if a pedestrian is standing on a pavement, we should stop and let them cross. Well, if it's a crossing, yes. But if everybody starts jamming their brakes on because somebody wants to cross the road, I'm talking about a particularly busy road, then we're going to have huge accidents. So can we stop being stupid? If everybody just thought what they were doing as often as they can, and all human beings are fallible, so mistakes are always going to be made, but if good practice for all road users is used more often, we'll all get on a lot better, won't we? Show them the crack. That's what I do. Show them the crack. You open the door just slightly so you can see the crack of the door. 
and then you look through the crack to see if anyone's coming, and then you push the door yeah. gently open. That's what I do. That is exactly what I do. That's exactly what a sensible person does. Whilst you're struggling to reach with your other arm across your body and round, I mean, for goodness sake, Not and then move back, you probably missed somebody coming down on the blind spot. Do you have to take your seatbelt off first to do that? Because that's going to be quite hard to do that, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's just stupid. It's just stupid. The highway code is far too involved and far too uh, wordy, and it needs to be updated. Couldn't agree more. But a lot of these pressure groups now are, are trying to inflict their views on it. So my suggestion is you, you look out for this and you make sure they know what you think. Man-sized tissues. Oh, yeah. Now, they're extra large now. For big noses. For big noses, yeah. They've been called man-size for years. Is this really necessary? Is it really offensive to women that, that Kleenex large tissues are called man-size? Is it? It's not. I mean, if it's, I'm, I'm out of order if it is in Needs to be changed. Apparently, it does. Kleenex are changing them to extra large, but does it? You know, they've always been man-sized, haven't they? I've got a problem with women drainage engineers. Why? Because they're always using the manholes. Can't they get their own? That's a very good point. Why? And if we were to call them women holes, we would probably be in trouble. I wouldn't mind going down. <laughs> you wouldn't mind going down a woman hole. Correct. Actually, it doesn't seem to me to be very different to going down a manhole. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Mm. You know, if you want to be a whole hole or a people hole or whatever, fine. But we know it doesn't mean it's not degrading. There are a, a man's... There are... Oh, dear, oh, dear. Everybody's going to want just gender-neutral toilets. I don't want to go to the toilet with a woman in the cubicle next to me, do you? Mm, no, extra noises, isn't there? Yeah. Men do things that they don't really want women to know that they do. Correct, yes. Oh, yeah. So I, I'm just, you know, maybe I'm out of step, but it just seems a really ridiculous thing. We're getting to a situation where anything that has the word man in front of it has got to be eradicated because women feel that it encroaches upon their right to be treated equally. All the women to move out of Manchester to Chester. Yeah. I mean, how can a, a, a city call itself Manchester? On two levels, that could be wrong. Yes. Man Manchester. Hmm. In fact, that can't win. That city has got to change its name. Just a Chester. I'm not sure that's acceptable to some feminists. Moobster. Uh, mm. I think that could get you a lot of flack on social media. I'll edit that bit out then. No, I wouldn't. Leave it in. F*** it. <laughs> anyway, um, I just think, you know, a little more, a little more sort of... Uh, this is all the young generation have to worry about, I suppose, at the moment, is it? Yeah. Are Yorkies still safe? You know. A what? Yorkie chocolate bars, because only men are allowed to eat those. Why? It says so on the advert, for men only. Does it? Yeah. <clears throat> I didn't realise that. Yeah, truckers, big butch men truckers eat Yorkie bars for men only. Does it say at the end of the ad, for yeah. men only? Yeah, I think so. 
Oh, I've never seen that. Anyway, I did, look, I, I mean, my wife always said that, I've said this before, that any woman who wishes to be equal to a man lacks ambition. I've never considered women to be subservient to men. I love women. It's probably not a good thing, really, but, <clears throat> well, I mean, it's a good thing, but, you know, anyway. So um, I, uh, I'm a bit worried about Manchester now. There's going to have to be something done. But this all comes back to the uh, kiss at the end of Snow White. Is it Snow White where the kiss is? It's in every Disney film, though, isn't it, at the end of the day? Well, maybe, maybe we are putting out the wrong message to our kids. You can always tell us. You can uh, text me at jameswellradio at gmail.com. Text me to uh, jameswellradio at gmail.com. Okay. Here's something else I want to talk about. Uh, we are beginning to realise that perhaps, we don't know definitely, when I'm recording this, we don't know what happened to Jamal Khashoggi, the journalist who went into the Saudi embassy in Turkey and never came out. But some of the stories relating to what happened are incredibly gruesome. And I'm sure if you're interested in the story, you'll know about the fingers having been cut off, the head severed and everything else. And now, if this is true, and even Donald Trump has just come out and said that he, it's looking bad for the Saudis, and if it is the fact that they've done this because they don't like people criticising them, that then the Saudi regime is going to have to be taken in hand... I find it interesting, and I would agree with all of that if, you know, if that is what uh, has happened. They can't behave like that anymore. And the idea that a religion says a woman can't drive or she's got to walk behind you or cover herself completely, you know, I'd find something else to worship. Mind all religions are wrong to me, so, you know, I don't care if you're a Muslim or a Christian. I just think you'd probably be better off being a humanist. Interestingly enough, when... Donald Trump came to this country. There were huge demonstrations, weren't there? About how terrible he is and how awful it was and, you know, what an awful person he is. He's quite rude and bombastic, I would agree. When the king of Saudi Arabia turned up, I don't remember anybody, a couple of people outside his embassy, I think, a few people, but nobody in the same way when the... President, Prime Minister, whatever of China turned out. I don't remember huge demonstrations. Do you? No, no. I think the people of this country need, or the demonstrating people of this country, need to get their brains in gear. I think also politicians need to actually wake up to the fact that you can't keep on placating people who behave in some of the most appalling ways just because we want them to buy our latest machine gun. Have we got one? Uh, I'm pretty sure we have. Well, I haven't personally got one, no. Um, so I, I just, you know, I get I get really sick and tired of this. Uh, oh, we can't have anybody who's a bit, uh, a bit feisty or a bit, you know, at least Donald Trump is looking after his country and the people of the country and not sticking them all in prison or cutting the fingers off or making them, uh, yeah, yeah, it's just ridiculous. Yeah, the, the the Saudis come in and out of this country, do what the hell they like, and nobody says boo. think it's going to change. I think it's going to change. Whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, whether this planet can be saved. We talked about all the problems of climate change, didn't we, last week, which continues to amuse me. We've got so many problems, 
Uh, and so many people arguing about the problems, yet nothing ever gets done. But we are going to make sure that all of us who've got diesel cars or uh, don't uh, go around electric cars, we're probably going to have uh, we're going to have abuse for the next uh, ten to fifteen years, until actually a scientist realised, well, maybe that wasn't the reason. Maybe it's something else, because that's what happens in science, isn't it? They say this is absolutely conclusive, absolutely conclusive. They're trying to bring the ban forward, aren't they, to 2032 for no petrol and diesel cars? Yeah. And how much pollution is it going to be making the batteries for the electric cars, by the way, and getting rid of them afterwards? Yeah, getting rid of them is the uh, tricky bit, isn't it? Mm. So that's going to cause problems. In fact, before they knew that the world was round, of course, scientists said it was flat, didn't they? Like a battery, yeah. Yeah, yes. You know, so scientists come up with these... I'm not suggesting that we don't... Look, there are too many flipping human beings on this planet. We know that the Earth isn't flat because the people went up on the moon and had a look. Well, exactly, yeah. But, you know, we weren't sure until that happened, were we? No, we weren't, no. We're not even sure people ever went up on the moon, are we? No, 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 we are 100% certain that people went up on the moon. Why, you told me we were No, I did not. Well, am I might have You told me that you thought it was all in a film set. Yeah, I dreamt it, I think. Yeah, it was, it was all a mistake on my part. We've definitely gone to the moon. No Somebody question. got to you. Just, if we went to the moon, that's the end of it. If you want me to prove you it to you. told me we didn't go to the moon. I didn't agree with you. Of course we went to the moon. I said, don't be silly. You're the one who said we didn't go to the moon. I, I have a friend. Well, I, I have to call him a friend. I have someone I know that will come around and speak to you and prove to you that we went to the moon. And I guarantee you, after he's had a little conversation with you, you'll agree with me that we definitely went to the moon. Yeah, he comes anywhere near me and starts any of that funny business, he won't leave. Somebody's frightened you, haven't they? We went to the moon. We didn't. What? We didn't necessarily go to the moon because you told me that. I might have uh, got my facts wrong originally, but uh, after I was... Uh, Somebody's got to you, haven't they? We went to the moon. There's a good view up there of the Earth. It's round. Why have they frightened you so much if, in fact, you know, you must know something that you're not supposed to tell us? I know quite a few things I might get wrong. And if to I find this bit is edited out of this show... You are in trouble. Should we play uh, Matt Goss's uh, When Will I Be Famous? Yes. Yes, you're suitably one with your body in the sun. Yes, you are. And you've taught yourself to dance You're the best by far Yes, you're totally obsessed Triple threat, be the best Yes, you are You're rehearsing for the part Every word is from your heart Will you be You keep asking the question When you're not supposed to
could have been in Bros. I could have been in Bros. I thought you were. Uh, Pinderfield's Hospital in Wakefield has uh, has got a very clever way of shaming smokers. Now, you know, I think this is a good idea. Uh, hospital smokers are going to be shamed via a loudspeaker. And I think hospitals should actually be ashamed of themselves as well for providing facilities for patients to go out, some in wheelchairs, some hooked up to fluids that are being uh, uh, put into them, and they uh, they have to go out and have a cigarette. Well, if somebody is in hospital, then they ought to be getting therapy to help them come off cigarettes as well. It's a drug. Now, I don't, you know, I don't, you can take whatever you like. It doesn't bother me, as long as you behave yourself and um, as long as you realise you're doing damage to your body. And I think uh, humiliation is always a good way to sort things out, but... Just take the fags off them. Don't humiliate them. Don't let them do it. Ban them from doing it. My local hospital has a big sign on the actual entrance into the car park before you even get anywhere near the hospital that says you can't smoke anywhere on this site whatsoever. 
So there's no smoking no. outside. Is there not? No, you're not even in the car park. Uh, so I think I think it's. Uh, I've got. Uh, I found this um, dove on the floor on the under one of the trees outside in the garden just now, just before we started. So um, I have taken it out. So that'll get you can't. No, say I know that. that. No, I've, <laughs> take, I've taken it off from where it was, and I put it on. Um, I've put it on the. Uh, I put it in the shed. <laughs> I put it in the shed, uh, and tried to get it to drink some water, and given it some, um, mm-hmm. and given it some uh, feed. I'm going to send you a picture. Okay. Should we put it out? Uh, we, we can do. We can. Uh, we can say uh, send your uh, best get well wishes to the bird, mm. but don't give it the kiss of life because you might get into trouble. Um, right. Okay. So, uh, what were we talking about? Oh, smoker. We've done smokers, haven't we? Only time for you to do tech talk because you've done f- all. What What would you say on the loudspeaker to the person you see on the CCTV having a, a quick puff? You stupid, stupid person. You're in here being fixed for a problem and you're inflicting that sort of shit on your lungs. Stop it now, you prat. And if they're just visiting? Don't ever, ever come back to this hospital and do that again. Yes, you with the bouffant hairdo. I shall send that tape to uh, Pinderfield's Hospital in Wakefield and they can put it on like a button system where they can just press that. You don't think it's too much? It's probably too little, to be fair. Oh, okay. All right, good. Hang on, what's this come up? Upgrade to Mac OS Mojave, get dark mode stacks, new apps, and a new Mac app store. I don't want that, do I? I tried dark mode, it's terrible. Is it? You can't see anything. All right. Well, why are they offering it? I don't know. Hmm. Just don't know. Are we doing tech talk now, are we? Well, I thought you would. <coughs> I'm just going to have a coughing fit. Yeah, go on. Uh, eBay is suing Amazon over alleged poaching of its third-party sellers. Sorry, play that again. Well, I can't play it again. I'll say it again. Uh, eBay is suing Amazon over alleged poaching of its third-party sellers. Right, okay. What does that mean? Um, Amazon emailed sellers on eBay saying, don't sell your shit on uh, eBay, sell it on Amazon. We'll do you a good deal. And he did that thousands of times, apparently, and uh, eBay found out. So they're suing Amazon. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Sticking with Amazon, Alexa is now getting a whisper mode. What does that mean? She can talk sexy to you. Oh, that's like sort of audio porn then, isn't it? Uh, sticking with uh, the, the porn theme then, um, the UK <laughs> government are bringing in the new porn regulations soon, which basically means you can't see any porn online unless you prove how old you are by handing over your passport details and your uh, credit card details to some dodgy porn site. Yeah. Every now and then you get these people who send you sort of pictures on Twitter or something else and you just, because I can never see, I have to make it bigger to actually see what it is. Well, that's the problem. I think all their rules and regulations are all over the place because I think on social media it's okay. And why would you why would you need to register or, or pay for this when there is so much free stuff online? Well, that's the thing. If you if you have a website and it's it's got uh, dodgy <clears throat> stuff on it, you have to put the age verification on it before you can get into the website. If you don't, the website will be blocked or a fine will be issued to you. To who? Whoever runs the website. 
Oh, right, okay. But if your website has only 33% porn on it or less, mm. you don't have to have age verification. That's the rules that they're thinking of bring, bringing in, which is stupid because it basically means you <laughs> have stupid. your 100% porn that you have at the moment and then you add another three times amount of pretty flowers. <laughs> and for what reason do people look at porn? Um, just to fill in the time, really. No. What is the real reason people look at porn? Um, health and safety. Hmm. And do you think, apart from maybe a few couples, who anybody really looks at it for more than five minutes? Usually five minutes is long enough. So what? here's the thought I've had. So why do they make these longish movies? <laughs> it's a bit like a book. You know, when you pick up a book and you read a couple of pages and you put the book down again? Yeah. It's a bit like that. It's, I suppose you could turn a, a, a one-hour-long porn film into a box set, couldn't you? Well, yeah. You sort of get up to the end of the scene. of um, Yeah. And then yeah. turn it, well, you, you wouldn't turn it off, would you? It would still be playing in the background while other activities were going on in your own household. The problem here is that we have to make it more difficult for kids to see this. I mean, although when I was a kid, you had magazines and, you know, Fred from up the road or Jason from down the, the street would bring these magazines in, probably nicked off their dads, by the way. You're never going to protect kids from everything, but this... And, and people go on about, well, you know, people are never never look like they do in reality to the way they look in porn films. Because let's face it, nobody wants to see you or me uh, stripping off and doing the business, okay? I'm sure there are websites for amateur porn movies. Are they? I want to say, anyway, it, you know... The same could be said for, for programmes like Love Island because the reality is that the majority of people don't look like the characters on those programmes. So you're giving kids um, uh, the wrong idea of what is achievable in life, aren't you? Yeah, it's a bit like watching celebs go dating, isn't it? That's how I get all my dating tips. I've never seen that. What's that? It's just um, reality star celebrities going out on dates. Why haven't I been asked? That's a very good point. First dates would be a good one for you, I think. Would it? Yeah, with that um, that, that nice French guy with a beard. Fred. Oh, I like him. I wouldn't want to go out with him, but I like him. He's a very nice man. Yeah, he seems a very nice man. Okay, well, listen, put me forward for that. First dates with James Whale. Yeah, okay. Um, right, okay, anything else going on? Uh, should we mention our Instagram pages, get more followers? Oh, yes, that's a very good idea. I've put out a couple of pictures recently, um, which are there on Instagram, and uh, mine is James Whale Radio, and yours is The Rob Oldfield. That's that's correct. Somebody else who took my name. That's all right. I have The James Whale as my Twitter name. Well, you are The James Whale, though. That's why I have it. And there are a couple of other James Whale Twitter sites started by other people. If you want homegrown Whaley, it's the James Whale. There is another James Whale that's quite famous. Well, he's dead. Moving on. Um, do you want to do films? I'd, mind you, I did spend quite a lot of this program talking about uh, After the Screaming Stops, the film about Bross. Yeah, well, I've got one yeah. this week which is uh, similar in, uh, in, in the sort of musically based one. 
Go on. Uh, uh, a Star is Born, starring the uh, Lady Gaga. Gaga, Gaga, Gaga. It's very good. Go mm. and see it. Worth seeing. Is it? Oh, yes. Is she an actress of note? I think so, yeah. Yeah? All mm. right. Okay. Well, she's quite good at performance, isn't she? She's so a, I imagine, yeah. you know. Definitely but I didn't really it. like the original Star is Born with uh, Barbara Streisand in it. Was that the original? Well, it's old now, isn't it? Yeah. The new one's good. I saw Man on Fire the other day, which is an old movie, I have to say, with Denzel Washington, but it's a really good movie. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, definitely watch that one. Yeah. Though. If you have not seen it, I don't know how many years old it is. Quite a, 10 years old, something like that. Easily 10 years old, yeah. Yeah. But I just was going through looking for something to say, and I think Denzel Washington's good. And I hadn't seen that, and it's brilliant. Very, very good. There's quite a lot of graphic violence in it, but it sort of, uh, it's all, it's needed in the movie, really, isn't it? Yeah. Have you seen The Equalizer yet? No. That's another no. good one with Denzel Washington in it. I, I'm going to watch that over the weekend. Okay, because I think I sent you the mm. Blu-ray down. You did. And that's why I'm going to watch it over the weekend. Because there's a new one coming out very soon. All oh, right, that means I better watch it soon. Mm. Yeah, okay. Um, right. Uh, is it time for questions or is it time for a bit of music first? Because we seem to be rapidly going to the end of our hour. And, of course, if you want to listen to more, there's many more on the website, jamesworldradio.co.uk, when there is 200 and, I don't know, 250-odd hours. Yeah, well, this is episode 260. They're not quite an hour long. So, yeah, 250 hours probably sounds about right. Yeah, okay. And this is broadcast, believe it or not, on some radio stations. Um, yeah, over 40 around the world. Yeah. Do you have to edit all the swearing out, then? I have to edit all the swearing out, believe it or not. It gets replaced by a beep. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm sure that was aimed at me. <laughs> uh, we don't do, we don't need to do music. We've already done the music. Well, we had some music, but we replaced it with um, "When Will I Be Famous?" Where will I? Will I be famous? And I'll tell you another thing that shows it because they they dismiss uh, Matt as not being able to sing. They dismiss the guys in the band as not being able to play, <clears throat> and of course they could play. And the reason that lots of people had a downer on Bross is that there was, they were two very good-looking young guys. And I reckon a lot of the old pillocks in the record company just, you know, they didn't discover them and they didn't... But as soon as they got, um, as soon as they, they got this fame, the record companies didn't half come in like turgid cockroaches. But as soon as the fame went, so did they. Flies on shit. Yeah. Flies on ship. That's another good one. Uh, but when it comes out, uh, you must see it. It, it, it. It's quite moving in parts as well. Okay, we better do, actually looking at the time, we better actually do uh, some questions. Yeah, and then I'll have to fix your phone. Oh, yeah, I've got a new phone. I need you to fix that for me, yeah. But I need to go in another room in a minute because it's too flipping cold in here. I've got a hole in my roof. It's not a hole. You, you haven't got a roof. Well, that as well. Okay, you ready for the questions? Yeah, go on. Uh, Steve Lewis. Hi, Stevie. Is it better in winter to be a milkman or a coach driver? Depends how uh, how how you feel about the cold. Um, and if you get very cold, probably being a milkman is not a good idea. I'd stick to being a coach driver. I think I, depending where you go, I mean, you might be intercontinental coach driver. That might be quite fun. I've always thought driving a bus or driving a coach must be very stressful, 
very stressful. I'd probably plump for being a milkman. You can whistle when you're a milkman. You can whistle, you get invited in by people who've just got up. Yeah. Well, husband's out of work. That's a bit sexist, that, isn't it, actually? That was just... I wasn't suggesting... I was just saying you got invited in, somebody's just got up for a cup of tea. How is that sexist? I didn't say whether it was a man or a woman inviting a man or a woman in. How can that be sexist? No, I was talking about what I said. I said husband's out of work. Could be... Yeah, why did you say that? Well, they might not even be married. Could be man's out well, of work. exactly. You shouldn't have said that. That's really bad. I feel sorry Take about that. Take that. Ah, Jesus Christ, that was a bit hard. <laughs> yeah, don't do it again. Oh, hang on, that's promoting uh, corporal punishment. You better edit that out as well. That's no good. I can't edit that out. It hurt. Yeah, well, you better find a way of rubbing over it. Okay, um, Jeff Loyal. I've heard that Saudi Arabia don't like Fred Flintstone, but Abu Dhabi do. Is it true? <laughs> uh, no, there's no truth in that, Jeff, at all. Uh, Alison Taylor Gray. Nice name. Uh, what do you feed your dogs, raw or kibble or something else? Um, I feed them uh, I feed them that the hard feed, but I do feed them a little bit of that natro, or is it called neutro, natro uh, food as well, and mix it up. Yeah, they do need all the mi- minerals and vitamins in it, so uh, you must feed them a complete feed. Um, and I'm afraid I'm really terrible. I always, if I'm eating something, I give them a little bit, as long as it's not poisonous for dogs, you know, might just a little bit so they feel they're part of the family. Uh, but they basically have um, that all-in-one kibble-type food with a bit of soft food thrown in. Uh, what did I have the other day? Was it Lucy's Kitchen? Somebody gave me some tins. Oh, very nice. They love it. Very... Very trendy, new. Was it Lucy's Kitchen? I think it was. Sounds anyway, well. sorry. Mm. Okay, uh, Julia Howells. Hi, Julia. Are women-only parking spaces, been in the news this week in brackets, a good idea? No, it's sexist. And uh, number two. Hey, I've got a thing about parking spaces. Yeah. You've got um, mother and toddler, or parent and toddler. See, I'm, I'm, yep. trying, to, I'm trying to educate myself in being PC. Yeah. Parent yeah. and toddler yeah. um, parking yeah. bays. But my wife is heavily pregnant. She's only got about two weeks left to go. And she can't walk very far. Can yeah. she park in those parking bays? Of course she can. Of course she can. I sometimes park in those with my dogs. That's true. They are your little babies. Yeah. Bit late now. Then we've gone for months with uh, not parking in them. But uh, well, I would. She's got a bun, um, a baby in um, in situ. Okay, uh, or a she... bun in the oven, if you prefer. But that's—I don't think they use that term anymore, do they? Yeah, you can use that terminology with me, but the listeners might take offence. Yeah, edit that as well then. Okay, uh, Julia also has another question. Oh, okay, go on. Being a bit greedy this week, aren't you, Julie? Oh. You are really, yeah. Why? I noticed another question there you've ignored. Is that because uh, you don't want to talk about reincarnation? Uh, I can do that if you like. Well, I, ju- I think I, you should. You, I ju- you know, I just pick the ones that are easy to read. I know, and that's what I thought. You know, because you're not very good at reading, are you? To be fair, though, why don't I read the question and you answer it? Okay, go on then. What are your views on reincarnation? I love it when you talk deep about religion and stuff. A lot of people these days believe in it. It seems to have filled the void left by the decline in Christianity. I don't know, but I hope it's just codswallop, as I don't want to be reborn back to this planet. 
Alison, I, I, I think you are probably right. And I think that um, uh, the electricity or whatever people call that that, that, that is in your body goes and, and joins something else. I don't know. I don't believe in any of that. I could be wrong. Personally, I don't believe in it. And I actually think people who believe in this afterlife and everything else ought to start making the most of this life. Um, I know it's a great comfort to people. Um, and as you know, my wife died some months ago and we talked, she had no belief in this sort of thing. And she said, after I've had a good life, I'm enjoying my life and I shall be glad to relax, to close my eyes and to go to sleep. And if you've had a good life, at whatever age you are when you go, I think you can say that because unfortunately when you get ill, it is tiring and you don't think about, oh, oh, all the thing. You just think about getting rid of the pain and resting. But people are obsessed with, oh, gosh, what happens when I die? Oh, I don't want to go. I'm having, you know, or I'm not doing very well. I, it, look, concentrate on the here and now. I think if everybody concentrated on the here and now, we would be a lot better off. I was not going to answer that question. No, I wasn't supposed to answer that yeah. question. Well, never mind. You can do the next one. Oh, you did the parking spaces. We heard what you thought about that. Um, okay. Are you ready? Uh, uh, can goats do algebra from Steve Getcher Brown? Uh, yes, they can. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Okay. Back on track. You do the question. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it's Getcher Brown. Getcher Ridiculous Brown. name. Okay. Uh, Stuart Condon. Stuart Condon? No, Condon. Oh, right, okay. Uh, should UK retailers promote Guy Fawkes Night more than the Americanized Halloween? Well, I think both are a race to space, really. Why would we celebrate a failed terrorist attack on our democracy? One. And everybody goes mad about Halloween, uh, which is uh, devil worship, isn't it? Well, I mean, you know, there's as much in that as there is in the other side, I suppose. I don't really care. I, actually, to be honest with you, Stuart, my answer is I don't give a stuff. I'd like to see all fireworks banned apart from sparklers. Ah, talking about fireworks, that's a different story. I would like to see fireworks banned as well because the amount of upset animals get, and I'm not just talking about domestic animals, but farm animals in fields and the wild animals around us must wonder what the hell is going on. Just to watch a few, it, it's just it's ridiculous. People oh. who buy fireworks have got very little in their lives. Very selfish people. And also the elderly are having to listen to loud bangs, etc. Yeah. Yeah. Not very good. Stop. Stop the sale of fireworks. Fireworks. Yeah, and now we get them all the time. We get these religious people letting them off for religious festivals as well. Stop it. Don't sell them. Close down the shops. We talk about terrorism, and yet you're selling explosives to people who've no idea how to use them. If you want to keep fireworks, keep them in displays that are properly organised. Uh, last one, then. Go on. Uh, Susie Mills. Wouldn't it be a good idea, Jamesy, must be a very close friend of yours to get away with that. She one. is, yeah. yeah. Okay, uh, to get a chimney on top of Ash's head with the amount of smoke he blows out. How do you put up with having so much smoke being blown in your face? Looks as if you are going to choke at times. Why didn't you read the last bit of Susie Mills' Because the question. question was already there, really. That's two questions. Was it? Okay. 
Uh, first of all, he doesn't blow smoke in my face, Susie. If he did, I wouldn't allow him to do that. Uh, it's it's just that steam that comes out of a vape machine. And I don't think half the time, Susie, he knows he is doing it. I didn't do question two of Julia Howells. We skipped past it for some reason. Oh, well, why not? Uh, it's, it's could be complicated for me. I'll have a go, okay? Do you want me to read it and uh, then you answer it? Uh, well, will you let me answer it? You said you were going to do the Let's last see. one. Should some fairy tales be discouraged because they portray the woman as needing to be saved by a man? Also been in the news this week after Kira Knightley stating she doesn't let her daughter read Cinderella. Are you, am I answering? Well, I don't know whether you're capable of answering. I think I've almost answered that in the programme already, strangely enough. I think the modern um, movies, fairy tale movies, the, uh, the uh, female lead tends to be the uh, heroine. It's all about diversity, isn't it? Yeah. It's all about diversity. And before long, men will have to start wearing dresses. Chucking little kids with glasses on over the uh, yeah. over the heads of other people. That's all about yeah. diversity, isn't it? That's what they do. Yeah. 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 Well, anyway, I hope we've sorted out some of the world's problems on this. The James Well Radio Show podcast brought to you by Rob Oldfield. I was going to say uh, man-sized tissues, but uh, yeah, I'll no, do. that will be wrong. That would be wrong. Uh, but anyway, listen, uh, it's Friday. I'm uh, recording this. It's uh, my day off. I'm going to the pub. So thank you very much indeed to everybody. Uh, get in touch. Don't forget, jameswellradio at gmail.com is my email. And uh, if you want to find out about the book and uh, the pictures and uh, read the stories of me hanging out with Luke Goss uh, while he was making the movie Blade 2, amongst other things, go to our shop which is on the website at jameswellradio.co.uk. I think that's all we have to say. We're going now. Thank you very much indeed for listening. Uh, See you next time.
listening to the James Well Radio Show. For more information, visit www.jameswellradio.co.uk. Why not check us out on facebook.com slash jameswellradioshow or follow James on Twitter at the James Whale. James Whale, the voice of reason. <laughs>